Hello, this is Elizabeth Mower, president of BEI. And I'm John Brown, the founder of BEI. Each episode, we take you into the world of exit planning, sharing the stories, struggles, and opportunities of business owners and their advisors. Uh, good day to everyone listening in on this podcast. Uh, with me today, I have a very interesting advisor who's new to the whole exit planning world. So Craig, tell us who you are and why you have an interest in exit planning. Certainly. Thank you, John. It's a, it's a pleasure to be here uh, with you in Denver today. Uh, my name is Craig Rubrecht. I'm the CEO of uh, Cornerstone Wealth uh, Group. And uh, we're, we're headquartered in the, uh, the Carolinas, offices throughout the Carolinas and in San Francisco, California. Mm-hmm. And John, through the years, we've worked uh, in both uh, personal wealth planning as well as on the corporate side. Mm-hmm. And we run a division we, that we call Cornerstone Retire, uh, which is 401k uh, okay. uh, design and planning and consulting. So we're at our national conference right now in Denver, Colorado. What brought you here? What made you be interested or caused you be, to be interested in exit planning for business owners? I'd say first it was an attraction from a from a niche for for for, for Cornerstone and the mm-hmm. clients that, that number one we enjoy working with we we feel like we have uh, natural talent in, in advising mm-hmm. uh, business owners and but at the same time there was something missing you know, there was something missing in our in our process mm-hmm. you know a great example I'll use is, is a lot of advisors might use e money software mm-hmm. uh, Money Guide Pro or a couple of popular. Yeah, uh, pieces of of of, uh, of technology, but but not specifically uh, engineered for a business owner, and particularly somebody that's contemplating uh, uh, an exit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, but it wasn't just the the, the software; uh, it was the process that comes that comes with it that really attracted us to to BEI. So uh, that process being the exit planning process. With you probably serving as the exit planning advisor. And we talked a little bit about how you form a team of other advisors. So describe how you are going to be using the whole exit planning process with existing clients or maybe new new prospects. Sure. And some of the <clears throat> some of the people I've met here this week are great examples. You know, when we think about the team, I think most advisors have a, a relationship typically with uh, a, tr- a CPA, you know, perhaps an estate mm-hmm. planning attorney. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we're working with a business owner and, and of course, you know, these these worlds intersect. Right. When you think about planning. Uh, with respect to their businesses and, and, and planning with respect to their personal mm-hmm. wealth, right? As you know all too well, it's all intertwined. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, however, topics inevitably come up around uh, exit planning. I received a phone call last week from somebody who's receiving, as many business owners are today, uh, uh, solicitations and emails and phone calls for people mm-hmm. to, to, to purchase their business. Mm-hmm. And so we inevitably get the questions, you know, how, wh- how should I consider my exit? Um, I'm trying to design a compensation plan for my executive team. So we're talking about all of these things with our clients today, but it's very ad hoc, right? It's right. not, it's, it's, it's not organized. Um, I talked about the process. Mm-hmm. But then that inevitably leads to a point in the conversation where we cannot take that 
Next topic, step. strategy across the finish line. Mm-hmm. Uh, ESOPs are a great example, right? I, you know, I can, you know, we can have conversations about ESOP as a option, mm-hmm. but we can't execute on that. Yeah, or and, really determine if it's maybe a great idea. Maybe there are other alternatives. And if advisors don't have more of a broad-based knowledge to discuss that and then be able to include the best expert around, maybe on ESOPs, it's difficult to help your client move forward. That's and that's, exactly I think, right. it's just frustrating for somebody like you who can do a terrific job with all of the wealth management for a business owner, knows that much of the owner's wealth is still locked up in the company and they want to free that up, they want to exit it, and you're sort of at loggerheads. And, and a lot of financial advisors, we have a lot of financial advisors who are BEI members, they're reluctant to just say, go talk to a lawyer about this because they don't know where that's going to go. So how, tell me how you would deal with that. Do you have other attorneys who are business attorneys that you can work with? Is that the direction you would go? And what kind of uh, planning would you want or discussions with Notar would you want to have now leading up to maybe those introductions? How do you, how do you now move the ball down the field a bit in terms of exit planning? Sure. Uh, and I'm going to, you made a comment in a meeting uh, yesterday, John, that really resonated. In, 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 and it was you know, talking about some of these other experts who are uh, perhaps looking at one issue, right, that they might have a transactional relationship mm-hmm. with their with mm-hmm. their clients, you know, versus where we sit, um, having a panoramic view uh, uh, and, and, and acting as a, as a true you know, excuse the football analogy, the you know, true quarterback organizing Excellent. everything. Absolutely. Yeah. And, um, I, you know, it's interesting. I was sitting through a presentation yesterday on uh, buy-sell agreements and, 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 and planning. And at Cornerstone, we're business owners, and we mm-hmm. created our own buy-sell agreement. Good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, there's a lot to contemplate. Yeah. There's a lot to contemplate. And there were a few notes that I took that I'm going to go home and add to our uh, buy-sell agreement. <laughs> And review it. <clears throat> but the example specific to your question, uh, we used a, a fantastic attorney local in, in, in the Charlotte market who walked us through uh, the process, mm-hmm. uh, did an excellent job. I feel very comfortable with, with this. Individual. Now, this is an example of somebody that I've used personally. Sure. And, and I'm very uh, comfortable referring. And I've actually had the opportunity as I've uh, talked with a few clients about their uh, uh, buy sell plan and agreement, and have have have, have referred uh, hmm. you know this particular yeah. uh, attorney, and I, and I and and you know I think it's it's all relationship driven, right? And with any any professional that you're going to partner with, um, I heard another great phrase yesterday, and that, that these things move at the speed of trust. And when you have partnerships, mm-hmm. um, you know whether it's an ESOP professional, whether it's a uh, uh, an attorney uh, for a buy sell relationship you know you have to develop that relationship and develop trust and know that when i send make that mm-hmm. introduction that they're going to treat that client uh in a way that cornerstone would would would, would treat that client yeah and the, that takes time it takes time to find those yeah. advisors reach out to them um what, what does the future look like like for you and your company in terms of exit planning do you think as, as you move forward now well, there's no, there's, there's, there's no question uh, now armed with the proper process, mm-hmm. proper technology, 
and, and support. I've, I've identified a few holes in our team, going back to the team of, mm-hmm. of professionals. So I have a few um, you know, things on my list that I'm going to look to, to develop. Uh, but there's no question that uh, yeah, this was the missing link for us to really accelerate going back into that niche of working yeah. with business owners. And it'll truly differentiate um, yeah, you know, Cornerstone versus Absolutely. versus what I'll yeah. call. And, and I would put us in this category, John, you know, the dabblers, right? I mean, we're in there. We're doing some of the work. However, uh, you know, somebody armed with with the process, with the knowledge, with the designation, mm-hmm. um, we, 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 we would not be able to, to compete. And uh, we're excited about the future. So that's really interesting. So a lot of financial advisors are probably in that situation. They're probably saying, well, I'm just like Craig. I don't know this. I'm reluctant to move forward. There just aren't a lot of financial advisors, excuse me, who have the capability to do the kind of planning business owners have to have. And Craig's firm, he's being very modest. It's a big firm. You've got like more than a billion and a half dollars under management, correct? That's correct. We're about 1.6 billion. Yeah. So they've been doing this for decades. Is that fair to say? Well, we're celebrating our 20th anniversary oh, wow. this year, Jeff. Okay. I yeah. guess it is decades. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's not uh, a lack of being a fantastic financial planner and financial advisor. It's just not having the tools to do exit planning for business owners. And that's a missing piece for most financial advisors. And it's um, the opportunity is vast. I mean, you probably are thinking about, boy, if I can do we do this exit plan and we have a successful exit, I'm involved in the process. I'm leading the process. I am the quarterback. When there is that liquidity event or when there are other tools to use, whether it's a defined benefit plan or a buy-sell agreement, there are opportunities for your profession that would be difficult to have without exit planning. So, I think that's I think that's an accurate accurate statement. And how you grow in a market like business owners, by right. the way, is to create raving fans, mm-hmm. right? To create uh, a service offering that uh, is is so compelling that they that they would not number one they would never contemplate doing business with somebody else, and number two. When they speak of you or us mm-hmm. in, in, in circles, because inevitably business owners, absolutely you know, right. You know, um, what do you think of your financial planner or right. your lawyer? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And uh, uh, it's the best way to grow is 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 to provide uh, something where they can. You know, you, you just can't get elsewhere. Perhaps right. uh, are difficult to, to receive. And, and I'm guessing your firm has hundreds of successful business owners. We do, and that's the exciting part for yeah. us, uh, John. Because I, you know, I can just think as as, I, as as I've been sitting through the conference, my head is spinning. I'm thinking of dozens of of, of different, you know, again, clients, conversations that we've had, uh, and uh, you know, I'll have to so- somewhat temper that enthusiasm as I get back to the office and, and you know, just think about the process mm-hmm. and yeah. think about how I'm going to talk with uh, many of our clients who can benefit. Yeah. Um, Absolutely, and, and that's that's common to every professional. They've been reluctant to reach out and talk to their clients about planning to transition out of ownership, even though their client is 67 years old, because they're not confident that they have the tools or the skill to do that. And 
you've got those skills, you've got those tools, you can get more skills and tools. And so it is, it opens up a lot of opportunity with existing business owner clients. No question about it. There you go. No question about it. And that's really why we plan. I tell our team uh, every opportunity I can get that, that you know, professional development and, 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 and continual growth is, is paramount. And when you think about um, the, the cornerstone of 2021, mm-hmm. should never be able to compete perhaps with the cornerstone of 2024, 2025. Right. And it's that, it's that vision for the, for the future. Uh, and that's, and, and, you know, it's hard to pick up a publication that doesn't, um, you know, talk about disruption in the fintech world Interesting. Uh, and fee compression. Mm-hmm. And I, I tend to think of it a little bit differently. Instead of thinking about fee compression, I think about value expansion. And, and, and BEI for somebody working in the business owner market is a perfect example of value expansion. That's great. Well, I think we should end this conversation on that really high note. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Thanks, John. Enjoyed it. Thanks for listening. Join us for our next episode. For more content like this, please visit exitplanning.com.